Well, this is Stuck in the Middle Podcast. I am Reflex, the host. This is a platform for entrepreneurs, innovators, creators of African descent. And we just discuss, you know, stories, ideas, experiences, so how you can break the mold. Uh, we've been doing this since 2017. Been great. Uh, this here is Stuck, is Stuck in the Middle Platforms, the couch talk. Where we, you know what I'm saying? We, we have that hot topic. We have that hot button topic that people, and we don't have enough conversations about it. And uh, today, tonight, man, I'm excited about this one. It's, uh, it's different. It's really different. Uh, uh, my parents might disown me after they hear me having these conversations, but I'm with it. I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? Got a special, special, special cast. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, some returnees with some new faces. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call them out. Have them introduce themselves. Just name what you do. You know what I mean? Like you know, just something that you want people to know. And then a quick fun fact about you. So I'm gonna start with my man Paul. My man Paul. What's good, bro? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, so. Um... Well, I'm into IT, right? I, I do a little bit of software stuff uh, currently. And uh, I don't know, I, I'm the type that just like to use technology to solve issues, uh, problems. Uh, uh, I'll say fun fact, maybe not so fun, but uh, one example would be uh, currently, uh, you know, changing the concept of this idea called SUSU that we do normally. Uh, and creating a mobile app for it um, and, and making sure that, you know, people in the diaspora or Africans can actually tap into that that application and, and use it as opposed to the traditional way of doing things. So, so that's what you're working on right now. Say again? That's what you're working on right now? Yeah, yeah. It's actually almost in the app store, man. Uh, hopefully it should be coming up soon. All right, man. Like, explain to people who don't know what what that is, Asusu is. So Susu is like the way... Sure, it's a it's a collaborative way of actually saving money. Uh, so, for example, friends of five can decide to uh, save money by uh, contributing a hundred dollars each uh, per week to one person, like every single week, uh, and that way, you know, you, you save money uh, off the chart. In other words, not depending on the banking system by doing it yourself uh, between your, your parents. My parents would love that. I didn't, I didn't, I, 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 we call it Jangi. I didn't know some people call it Sue, so I had no idea, yeah, yeah. but I, I know exactly what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an amazing idea. And honestly, uh, I got involved with a group of people who actually, there's about 30 of them. Mm -hmm. uh, contribution is about $200 uh, per week. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, we were able to save a lot of money doing, doing that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I see, I see. I I dig it too, man. Since uh, since you're already on the mic, my man Mike, go ahead, bro. Let the people know what you what you want, who you are, and all that good stuff, bro. Uh, uh, first of all, yeah, like um, I really like the idea of uh, what Paul is doing with the Susu thing. I think that's dope, bringing like a technological collaborative thing, so people from all over can combine and whatnot. Because it's something my parents been doing. My little brother does it, whatnot. And it's a way for like, you know, for kind of like keep the money. And like, you know, your friend group or African community, you know, you want to help people establish a business, everybody collabs on that. So I think on that. Uh, my name is Michael um, Ibirakwa, I'm Yoruba, Nigerian born, you know, U.S. raised for the most, U.S. raised for the most part. Uh, what do I do? Uh, it's kind of it's a weird question to answer. I guess you could just call me, I don't know, multi-hyphenate. Artists, artists, I do all a lot of things with the one giant goal of just making the world a better place. That's what I really want to do. I'm really into 
um, you know, just connectivity and talking to people and getting to know people and seeing how we can find common ground to make the world, you know, just better to live in. I dig it, man. Mike, Mike got a lot of hats and he wears them proper. That's a renaissance man right there. <laughs> Giselle, how you feeling, sis? How you feeling? I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I'm so excited about being here with all of you guys. So, yeah, so I'm Giselle. Um, I, uh, I do a bunch of things. <laughs> So I'm a nurse. I'm very busy being a frontline worker right now. I work in the ICU and I have to apologize in advance if my voice sounds a bit rough because I actually worked last night and I, I haven't really slept. So um, yes. So aside from that, I am into filmmaking as well. I mostly, my filmmaking life is, um, mostly known for my role in uh, Daughters in America, which is a web series. Um, yeah, some uh, brand new episodes coming soon, sometime in the future. Um, I'm also, of course, very important. I'm a wife, I'm a mother. Those are very important roles to me. And um, I'm also a brand new YouTuber. That's like another side hustle I just started recently. <laughs> <laughs> where I get to talk about locks and why it's important for us to keep our hair in a natural state and why locks can be uh, professional and glamorous and all the other, all the standards. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. All right. Femi, Dr. Femi Dizzle, what's good, bro? What's, what's, what's popping, Reflex? Thanks for having me. Uh, Reflex is so generous, stuck in the middle uh, with your platform. I appreciate you always having me on. Um, I'm Femi. Uh, I, I'm a mental health clinician by, you know, by degree wise. However, uh, side hustles, uh, I, I'm an MC. Um, so baby shower weddings, betty parties, you know, you can call on me, uh, you know, also got my, I started my own company called Melanated Fathers, um, you know, documentary we done. I'm actually looking for an editor, Giselle, you said you are a filmmaker. I need, I need somebody to come help me, you know, put the finishing touch into this documentary because I'm trying to showcase, you know, black excellence uh, in terms of black fathers, man, because I feel like the media don't do enough of that. And that's what my company is about, just uh, being a resource for, you know, black fathers when it comes to, let's say, getting them linked with like job programs or uh, mental health services or um, helping their kids with like, you know, after school stuff. So that's really, um, what, what I'm trying to do as well as uh, Reflex Reflex and I had this conversation. He's trying to help me on this journey. I just finished my, my first book. Um, nice, so, nice. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a, a, a black editor or black publishing company or something because, you know, I'm only trying to do business with my people. So if y'all, if you know, yeah, holla at me. I got you. Dr. Femme Dizzle, man. Uh, Therese, how you feeling? How you feeling, sis? Welcome back. The glass is still popping. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> bad. I, I, I'm, I'm, 
before my guys, you know, I'm also one fourth for the Africanus podcast. Oh, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. Before, before they fry me, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't forget you guys. Are you feeling terrestrial? I'm excited, good. And um, I guess. Okay, well, I am a safety coordinator, currently full time student. <laughs> Yes, I, I just I just want it done quick, and I don't I don't want it to drag. I don't envy so, you. <laughs> I'm a full time student right now, and um, let's see what else. Fun facts about me: I love I love to cook. Gee. I mean, it's actually if I'm stressed, I cook. It hey. helps. I'm always, I'm always cooking something. Always. Jollof. Where you, where you stay? Where you stay at? Let me come get some. <laughs> I am in Oklahoma, so you're welcome anytime. Hey. <laughs> you good. He said you good. East Coast people don't like to move. Nah, we don't. Y'all don't like to move, but yeah, I guess that's one fun thing about me. Uh, we got last, but certainly not least, Sarah. What's good, sis? Hey, yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, you good. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I am Sarah V. Um, I have a podcast. Well, I have two podcasts. Um, <laughs> one is <laughs> um, She is Africa, where I interview African female creatives and they talk about how their culture has influenced their vision. Um, and then the second podcast is the Affirmation Podcast, where I basically give daily affirmations that teach women how to speak life into themselves so and then i'm a, a mom um i am a fiance and um working on myself <laughs> interesting we got you know we got a married woman in the building we got a, fiance. We got a bunch of single dudes uh <laughs> I guess we're just gonna get right into it, man. You know, we got people watching right now. Uh, we're talking open relationships, bigamy. Uh, for those hey. who don't know what that really is, is you know, both partners agreeing to have or to see, have sex with, or to see other people while they're in a relationship. I don't know if I got that definition wrong. If anybody wants to, Mazi be sexual. I know that's so. Uh, go ahead, Mike. I'm I, I think I might be the only polyamorous one in this. Um, That's why we brought just kind of speakers. <laughs> so uh, polyamory at its broadest form, if you want to like, you know, not get too specific. Po polyamory, the umbrella is defined as non-consensual. I mean, um, consensual non-monogamy. So that could be you and your partner deciding to have sex with other people, you and your partner decide to have romantic relationships with other people, you and the partner decide to do, you know, um, whatever that isn't under the umbrella of monogamy, to put it very broadly. Uh, how, you know what I mean? Like, I guess we just go, we just go, how do you begin to have, and this is open for everybody, an open relationship or open marriage, poly polygamous marriage. Like, what are the, you know, say conversations that need to be had? Is you read, anybody you, else, is anybody else who's monogamous open? You read, you read, you read uh, Psalms, and you tell them about King David. 
<laughs> this guy. <laughs> he's funny. But is well, anybody else, is anybody else who is monogamous not open? Is anybody has anybody explored it before or open to it? Uh, Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say I'm proudly monogamous, and um, <laughs> I I've never done anything like uh, um, you know polyamorous situationship or relationship, whatever. So I don't really know. I, I feel like I'm here to really learn more than to really talk on, like speak on it. But I do think that one, one aspect which is important, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, is that it probably needs to be discussed from the beginning and you shouldn't have to surprise your partner with it. Right? That's, that's, that's what I think is one very important aspect. That's that's facts. Uh, that's why I put the consensual monogamy because if the other person doesn't know about it, it's not consensual. You're just cheating. You're just being a dog at that point. Exactly. So you have to come. You have to like me. The only reason it's in my bio is because I'm I'm a homebody. So I don't. Most of the people that I meet or like women wise, romantic wise, it's like through social media. So I have that in my bio, so people know from jumping in when we get in a conversation and DMs or whatever. I tell them I'm like, yo. I'm poly. I'm not with the whole, you know, one-on-one monogamy life. And if that's something you're cool with, you can go forward. If it's not, then we don't, you know. And um, one thing that's really, 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 really key in polyamorous relationships is communication. I feel like communication is even bigger in polyamorous relationships than um, monogamous relationships because there's so much going on and there can be so many other people involved you have to, um, you know, make sure that everybody is well informed. So you have to communicate with your partner and your partner's partner has to know what's going on. There can't really be any surprises because then like trust starts to break down. It's like, why did you keep this from from me? Why didn't you tell me about this person or what you did or what you didn't do and whatnot? So it's like communication is like probably the number one thing when it comes to polyamorous relationships, at least for me. I don't know. I can't speak for every poly relationship. I'd like to ask you a question, my brother. Yeah, go ahead. So this this poly lifestyle, I want to say our forefathers, our grandfathers, they did it. That is was our culture. Yeah. However, my brother, you know, being as though it's 2020, I feel like, you know, we're in this society that kind of shuns that. You get what I'm saying? That, you know, there's a lot of negative connotations and negative stigmas when it comes to that um so for you i guess in terms of you being living a poly lifestyle is it like you you want to just have relationships do you desire to you know you know get married and you know so that's a my bad if you were i don't mean to interrupt you no no go ahead go ahead brother because go ahead go ahead so um, that's a that's a good question. That's something I always get when I I've literally I've literally been on um, a date with a woman or, or whatnot, and I was telling her that I was at this point we weren't on the romantic stage. It's kind of like oh you look good you I look good let's go go out you know see what happens. And I was telling her that I'm polyamorous, and she was like oh that's just code for fuckboy. And I looked at her like what and she was like yeah you just want to go around you know and have your cake and eat it too you know have your little um your main joint and then have all these side joints that you're fucking i'm like that's not really the case and even if it was it's still valid as long as i'm making sure to keep everybody 
in the loop like i'm not lying to anybody but for me it's not about the sex because if it was just about the sex i could just stay single like you know i don't need to get in a um, relationship to have sex you know but um polyamorous to polyamory to me is i believe that it's completely possible to be in love or to be in um deep romantic relationships with more than one person at a time. I completely reject the notion that if you're in love with somebody, you can only be in love with one person because, I don't know, people have this definition of love to where it's like all or nothing. Like, you need, I need to have all of your love, otherwise it's not really love. And I really, really don't feel like that's the case. Why can't I love you for one reason and somebody else for another re reason? So that's that's my whole basis for polyamory. I agree with you, Micah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm monogamous, but I do buy your idea of not, like, you cannot, there's no way you can say for sure that you can only be in love with one person at a time yeah. throughout your life. And I feel like that's a challenge. That's a challenge that most people in monogamous relationship face. And just mm -hmm. because they don't want that stigma of saying, oh, you're polyamorous or whatever, Mm -hmm. So they go out and and they act upon the feelings that they have for someone else, mm -hmm. you know. So mm -hmm. I mean, it's it it's just I feel like it's a misconception that monogamous people have, like, oh, you're my soulmate, and I'm gonna love only you. Like you see people all the time that you're gonna like for a different reason, you Can know. I but the the whole challenge being monogamous is like I'm not gonna act upon it because I chose to be with one person. Actually, and I'm sticking yeah. with that person, and and that's that's what it is. I see. And Sammy, I didn't answer your question. Um, fully answer. I actually don't want to get married, and that's okay. part of my um um reason for also being um poly because I feel like um love and relationships in this society, like modern um times, is and largely in part you know based on ownership. It's like if I love you. Or, or you love me, or if we want to be together, it's kind of like an ownership thing. Like you're mine and I'm yours rather than like, I, I love you. And I want to experience you while you experience me and whether or not you're only experiencing me and I'm only experiencing you shouldn't, you know, it shouldn't make a difference. Like if I, it's like, if we apply the whole logic of, you know, um, relationships these days to other things to where it's like, Oh, like, I don't know, let's take, I'm not, I'm not, Let's take like Skittles, for example, right? Why can't I like Skittles and Starburst and love them both equally rather than, you know, just being like, oh, I like um, Skittles and not and now I can't like Starburst. But like when you apply that to relationships, people don't want to hear. It. They're just like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. If you're with me, you can only be with me. You have to give me, you know, all of your being and all this shit. And I kind of feel like that's unfair in a way to expect from one person and it, it's it. I like to comment on yeah, that. Me too. I want to comment too. Maybe to an extent, unhealthy. Looks like we're all gonna like, chew, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Like when you're looking for somebody, because a lot of people are like, oh, <clears throat> I need somebody to complete me a lot. I'm not saying mm. everybody. A lot of people are like, I need somebody to completely, I'm like, no, you don't, you know, that, that's not what love should be about. You, you're you complete by yourself. You guys should be experiencing each other through life, you know, with each other as you grow and whatnot, rather than like, oh, I found my other half. I found the person that makes me whole and whatnot. And not. So I just don't like the whole ownership part 
Quick one. Oh, go ahead, sir. Oh, I was I was gonna say um I think that's a miss maybe I, I think it's a misconception. I think that when you're in a relationship and you're choosing to be monogamous, it's a choice. You're with that person because you choose to be with that person. It's like I know that there's so many other people out here that I've loved or that I could love, but for me, I'm choosing to be in a relationship with you. And I don't think it's necessary. Some people go into relationships, and I don't think it has to be a monogamous relationship. It can be any type of relationship, traditional or non traditional. And they feel like, you know, um, I'm looking for validation or I'm looking to seek something from somebody mm -hmm. to complete me. But I don't think it's necessarily like, oh, only people who are monogamous are that's that's their mindset. Oh, I feel yeah, like I, I wasn't saying that. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when you go into the relationship, it's a it's a complete choice. It's for me, it's like I'm I'm someone that's looking to be with with someone else mm -hmm. and for us to build together, you know, exclusively. That's why I chose to be in the relationship that I'm in, you know what I mean? Or the relationships that I've chosen. It doesn't necessarily like, oh, I own you or you're mine, but we're in this relationship together and we're building together and we're choosing to keep it between the two of us. I don't know. So anybody else can add? <laughs> sure, sure. Um, Michael, so my question for you is, um, do, you, do you ever feel like this, um, did you get to a point to make this decision? And also, if you did, um, do you see this, like, how, how long do you see this continuing, like, for, for you? Is it like a way of life or something that you've, you've really, you know, decided, like, for the rest of your life, this is what you'll be, or just a more of a face for you? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. So it's, 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 it's hard to answer that question definitively because I, I don't know the person I'm going to be seven years from now, right? So I can't tell you. For a fact, if I'm going to be polyamorous from now, but I want I I feel like yes, this isn't a phase for me. This is a thing that it's a lifestyle choice because this is how I truly feel on the inside, rather than just like oh, uh, this is just like something I want to explore for a little bit. Because I've been in this polyamorous thing for a while now. I want to say I don't know, I think three four years. Um, what all started it off was um, a lady I was talking to at the time. She was polyamorous. And I was monogamous. Like I was like, I'm, I'm, I was one of those people that I'm like, I'm super monogamous. Like if you're with me, I don't play any of that work husband, work girlfriend shit. Don't flirt with nobody oh. or whatnot. You with me? Like I don't, I don't play that shit. We're, oh, so, so you used to own them. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, yeah. Not, 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 not all, just like, like, you know, like just respect, just respect mm -hmm. I, all, all that cheating shit. No, we don't, we don't do that. But um, she was explaining to me, she was like, what, well, well Poly, with polyamory, you can still have the connection and the love and everything you want from um, your relationship, but you can have it with multiple people if you choose. Like a lot of people who are polyamorous aren't actually with two or three pe people at a time. They're just open to that possibility. Yeah. Like me, I've never actually, like, I've never had two girlfriends at the same time, but I've always been open. Like I've um, one of the girls I was dating one time, I was at her house. She was like, oh, yeah, I have a date right after this. And li literally, she was like, I don't know what to wear. And I was like, yo, tell me about the guy. And I, and then and, I, and she told me about the guy, and I helped her pick out the outfit for the dude. And she went on her date, and that was, that was it. You did what? <laughs> <laughs> it also helps okay, can me. I... I, don't, I don't, like, feel like 
like romantically i've never like felt romantic jealousy like i even when i was monogamous if my sh girl was like talking to somebody or uh, a guy for what people might feel like it's too long i never got jealous i'm just like you know, that's my girl. I trust her. If she does cheat, then the relationship is over. It's not a reflection on who I am. So why get je jealous? So somebody on Twitter so said, somebody on Twitter said most people uh, talk down on Jada, the Jada Will situation of poly polygamy, poly yeah, yeah. polygamy. <laughs> they talk about <laughs> open relationships because they're actually in one and just don't know it yet. What do you that's think? facts. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, I would say, I would Wait, say, they actually but it comes back down, but it comes back to the idea of consent. Exactly. Right? They're it not consenting. It goes back to the idea of consent. And I kind of wanted to um, comment on everything that Mike has said from the beginning. Um, me, I mean, when I think about, you know, um, what you were saying earlier, as far as like you reject the notion of being in this um, monogamous relationship when um, you own the other person, I think it comes down to the idea of compatibility. So, for example, if my value, if I value monogamy, obviously I can't force, or I can't, I can't basically force uh, somebody who believes in polyamory um, to be in a relationship with me. However, if I meet another person who has the same uh, monogamous values as I do, there's no reason that this relationship will not blossom and be a beautiful thing. Um, mm. The other thing that, um, uh, I don't know, somebody was mentioning um, the idea of soulmates. <clears throat> I think it was Therese, uh, am I saying your name correctly? Yes. Um, yeah, I kind of wanted to add that I, I don't really believe in the idea of soulmates either because first of all, I think everybody deserves love. And let's say, for example, if I was 20 years old, I married my soulmate and something happened to him and he passed. Does that mean that I'm going to live the rest of my life without a soulmate? Without a soul? does that mean, yeah, well, does that mean that the, the next potential um, partner I'm going to have, does that mean that that person is not compatible with me? So, yes, I do. I don't really like the idea of soulmate. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that you can be compatible with um, different people, actually, but it comes down to the idea of consent and uh, and what we choose to commit to. Yeah, yeah. I w and I was going to say, um, I actually had a client that I was counseling. Um, he's now, married. I got a, I got a question for you. Uh, I think I know where you're going, but and I was going to ask you this question in, in light of what Mike said. What if, you know, a client comes to you and says, hey, I'm married or I'm in a relationship and I propose to my partner and say, hey, I want us to see other people and they're not open to it. You know what I mean? And that's messing with their mental or whatever. Now, how do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mike, first femme diesel, like, how do you counsel them? What do you go from there? And then, Mike, how do you respond to that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you go to your girl and she's like, you know, I ain't with it. How do you respond to that? I'm a uh, femme diesel first and then Mike. So if, if you propose to your girl that that you with that hey you want to like see other people but they not with it yeah I mean that's the thing if you've expressed that to her and she's expressed her true feelings that she's not with it then the balls in the guy's court are you are you gonna stay with her knowing that she's not with it are you gonna go behind her back and beat like a lot of people do or are you gonna go your separate ways because it seems like you both don't your ideals or your philosophies on relationships don't align you know so that guy has a choice to make and you know it's up to him to make 
the choice. I, I, as counselors, we don't tell them what to do. I mean, it seems like, <laughs> you know, it, it seems like you should exit stage left because clearly your lady has told you she's not with it. And you're really saying this is what your heart desires. So it's like you don't both desire. Exactly. Don't be by force. You don't both desire <laughs> two different things. So it's like, you know, what will you do? But it's, it's, I mean, if it was up to me, I would be like, maybe y'all just not compatible and you just delaying the inevitable, you know, in the future. So you might as well. Hey Flex, just to piggyback, you were talking about the Twitter comment, um, people talking, people talking down on Jada. I was reading up on the situation a little bit, and from what I gathered, it seems like people feel sorry for the guy. Uh, what's his name? August. August. I think they feel sorry for him because it seems like the expectations um, were different on both sides. So, mm-hmm. of course, um, Jada has said many times, I, I remember seeing that um, her video on the Red Table Talk, mm-hmm. that no matter what, she and her husband will never divorce. Even yeah. if they each see somebody on the side, mm-hmm. divorce is just not an option. So exactly. could it be that when August went into the situation, he really fell in love and he thought that maybe they could be together, just the mm-hmm. two of them one day. And August got his feelings hurt. <laughs> That's yeah, when he realized that okay, that's the Jada question. Never, is, yeah, when he saw that Jada was not gonna leave her husband, that's probably when things started going south. That's no, the, no, no. You guys will not turn flip the script on August Alcina. <laughs> Jada Jada Pinkett manipulated this young boy. There is no manipulation. Oh, he was a consenting adult oh, though. Oh, so, but, but, but listen, listen. He consented but, and got his feelings hurt this, and now he's crying foul. That's this what is, happened. This, this is crazy because if R. Kelly gets a 19-year-old who is an adult, we will say R. Kelly is a predator. But if it's Jada Pinkett, who gets a 23, 24-year-old August Alcina will say, oh, he's consenting. That's the so double standard. That's the double standard. He's very smart you're, you're and he's very you're self-aware. Comparing apples and oranges. Let me, let me he's very self-aware. No, no, no. Because August Alcina, August Alcina has years and years of trauma. If you, if you know that guy's story, if you know his relationship with his mom, if you know his sister passed away, if you know that he was on drugs, yeah. he was addicted to drugs. So Jada Pinkett came in and said, ah, I do Red Table Talk. I do Yala Van Sant. Let me, <laughs> let me counsel you spiritually and this and that. And bam, now he's, she's counseling him with her vagina. So please, on this guy. Let's, 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 let's let somebody finish their thought and, and you know, the next person come through. Mike, you got you want to come to his defense or chime in here? Please. Yeah, I was like, before they drag you, let me help you out because I, I know I know the point you're trying to make, but I feel like, like you, you using R. Kelly is not comparable. In this. I, I know. Uh, <laughs> so with R. Kelly, we have evidence against him. He has manipulated and done horrible things to women. With this whole Will Jada Alcina thing, everything is speculation. Nobody exactly. really knows what's going on within this um, relationship. We don't know if August came on to Jada first. We don't know the level of trauma that August may or may not have experienced. We don't know if Will knew any of this. So people, everybody on Twitter is just making assumptions because everybody wants to talk talk and be retweeted and sound smart. Nobody really knows what the fuck is going on um, in, their, in their relationship. So it's like, 
everything we're saying is just you know opinion based we don't really have any facts to go on but i do get what you're saying if from what i've seen on twitter i haven't investigated this i don't really know celebrities lives like that it seems like august was introduced into the family when he was vulnerable mm-hmm. um he had lost people he was fighting um a disease or condition and mm-hmm. and people took that as like well if this was a woman going through this and a man came was like oh let me help you and then that help turned into now we're having sex foul play is suspected because it seems like it could be like manipulation you took advantage of this person at a weak moment and i agree but we just don't know if that's the case would it be true if it was will though will and a 19 year old you said what? Would it be the same if it was Will Smith in a 19 or 18 year? Oh, they would be dragging Will Smith right now. Oh, yeah. Of course. I mean, yeah, we can agree there's a double standard sure. um um with that for sure. Definitely, definitely. I mean, maybe it's just the intensity of the dragging because like I said, I'm not on Twitter, but some of the few comments I've seen like on YouTube and whatnot, they actually it seems like people feel sorry for August. So yeah, I but, mean, but like maybe said, they're not canceling Jada yet. What you know, they're not at the level of canceling her yet, I guess. But they're not exactly seeing her as a hero here. Yeah, even, so, even that, that could be that could be more of a personal opinion, right? Uh, of people, right? Uh, it's like Michael stated earlier. I think this is a type of relationship that if you choose to endorse somebody in, you have to be a hundred percent. Right about who you are and what you're interested in and what what you know whatnot, um, and I'm Yo, pretty I'm... sure given the given the data of how long these two have been doing it, Jada and uh, Smith, I don't think they have anything to lose. You know, communicating that information to uh, uh, the, the guy we're just talking about. So um, I think it's, it's just a situation of him being maybe monogamy a monogamy person uh, caught up in this thing, and then <laughs> when Jada left. Yeah, he's feeling sorry about the whole thing. That, that, that's, that's, that does happen. I yeah. can speak on that because I've been, I've talked to a woman where I told her for off jump, I was like, I, I am polyamorous, don't want to get married. None of that is what is what mm. I want to do. And she chose to continue. Like if you guys have seen Insecure when Molly was with Dro, knowing Dro, you know, was in a polyamorous um, thing or open, open marriage with his boo or whatnot. And she, the girl I was with, kind of like made the decision that Molly made and chose to continue going on with me, regardless of the fact that she was monogamous and I was polyamorous. I was like, at that point, whatever heartbreak or jealousy your experience is on you, because I told you, I told you everything. So if you want want to continue this with me, you can't get mad at me seeing other women or doing this, that, and the third. So if that was the case with August and he knew what was up, he can't be... Uh, you know, upset that, oh, Jada didn't leave Will for me or this, that, and the third. Yeah. You know, uh, Mike, on the... Jada, Will, and August situation, because, you know, this is this is more... And it's great. It's great. It's making for, you know, uh, for more cool and you know, meeting bones. Um, I don't know what you wanted to say, Giselle, before I ask the next question. Oh, I was just going to comment that um, if, she cho- if she she still chose to be with you, despite knowing that you were polyamorous, you know, sometimes women, we hope to change men. <laughs> you give it a bad boy and you, yep. and you hope that you will be so good to him, that you'll be so special that he would change for you. So many women make that mistake. So I'm not surprised that she did that. That she still chose to be with you, even though your values were completely opposite. 
So this question is for everybody. Wait, I have I have a, a response. I have a different um, take on the whole Will and Jada thing in August thing. I think that because when I watched the interview that he did with Angela Yee, he's very like, you could tell that he's been on this journey spiritually to figure himself out. And he's very cautious with things that he says. He's very like, um, you could tell he's studied and he's like gotten to know himself, right? So I don't think that she manipulated him. A part of me feels like he was using her to heal himself. Like she was she was feeding him. She was giving him the things that he needed, um, you know, to deal with all the trauma that he's had. And then maybe he just kind of got wrapped up in everything because he thought that he yeah. could still keep going on with her and doing what they were doing, you know? I don't know. But it was a mutually, it's a mutually beneficial relationship though. Mm -hmm. Is he crying foul? I don't think he was crying foul though. He was just saying something that happened and he benefited, she benefited, yeah. you got a happy wife, you know, like all this A part well of me the feels world. like they, they were, I think they were trying to play him in some type of way. Cause the way he's, he came off in the interview was kind of like, you're not going to play me. Like, this is what happened. I don't know. Right. He's trying to sell some records. Uh, somebody on YouTube says, <laughs> somebody on YouTube says, mm -hmm. she says, Jada's relationship status is open to public, it's public information. So all this can't claim he didn't know. Exactly. Um, so my question, you know, is open. This is open to everybody is what happens when you in a monogamous relationship, I mean, polygamous relationship and one person starts to, Fall in love. Uh, mm. it, yeah. Is that a main thing? And what happens when somebody has to fall in love with quote unquote the main thing if that's the thing, the situation? <laughs> I mean, there's love, and um, you can plenty of people who are in polyamorous relationships are like in love with each other. There's um, there's a guy, I forgot his name, that's real famous. Some white guy that's real famous in the polyamorous um, community. Him and his husband have been together for like I think like 23 years. They're deeply in love. Or whatnot, but they still also see other people, whether romantically or sexually. But I think what you're saying is it's like when somebody gets to a point where they're like, they're like, okay, maybe I'm not um, mm -hmm. polyamorous and I just want to be with you. Mm -hmm. So that I don't, I like, like the other question, the ball is in your court. If somebody came to me and said that after we've been together for a while, I'd probably be like, well, I'm not willing to change my lifestyle choices because that's part of who, who I am for you. And if that's a problem, then we're going to have to split or whatnot. Like I, I always say like reflex, you follow me on, uh, we're friends on Facebook. And I always say like the only woman on earth probably that I would be willing to be monogamous for is Lupita. That's probably the only <laughs> woman ever, <laughs> ever. But besides that, everybody else is just, it's just going to be um, a, a polyamorous thing. So I would just probably just exit that relationship. Yeah, Lupita, come and save our brother. Oh, please, please. You said on, on Twitter when we posted the August and Jada video and Angela Yee video, you said, and this is this is your word, you said you are open to a polygamous relationship in the talking. I'm taking the conversation on a whole different level right now. You, said you are open to a polygamous relationship in the talking station. After that, it's exclusive. Define, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is a talking stage, first of all? And you know what I mean? Like, how do you make sure that when you quote unquote exclusive that that polygamous situation don't bleed into the exclusivity? You know what I mean? Oh. Just even heard <laughs> I said that. Okay. Um, 
You know, it's, I mean, to me, it's very simple, right? When I, the talking stage for me is that part when we're not committed yet, because I definitely believe in ex, um, non-exclusive dating at the big, be- at the beginning. So, because I, for me, I make a difference between someone I'm committed to and someone that I'm just kind of hanging out with. So at the beginning, I don't, I don't put all my eggs in one basket. You know what I'm saying? So I see different people until we both decide that, okay, it's going to be me and you. So at that stage, yeah, you know, you can do what you want. I can do whatever. Just don't bring me no disease or nothing. But, um, but after that, like once we made that choice that, okay, it's going to be you and me. Um, I'm sorry. It's going to have to be you and me only. Okay? So question for anybody. You Question to Giselle, but I think anybody here can answer this. I never understood if yeah. we're not together, if we're not together, if we're not boyfriend and girlfriend, why are we exclusive? If, why don't people talk to multiple people at once up until that, um, you know, official boyfriend and girlfriend title? Because like a lot of people are like, oh, if you're talk- talking to me, you mm-hmm. can only be talking to me. And I'm like, at that point, then we're just in a relationship. What's the, right. what's the point? No, I agree with you. And that's why I say that in the beginning, when we're still talking, when we haven't made any commitment to each other, I think you can talk to different people. You can you can date different people. You can get to know different people until you made a choice, until you make a choice. Now, sometimes the person you choose may not choose you. And that's when you, you split, right? And to just use the word you used earlier. What's so talking stage though like this is like that's what I said. the talking stage is like okay we i'm getting to know you i'm getting like i'm i'm ruling out stuff like are you crazy are you a psychopath are you, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm ruling out stuff are you I'm kidding. <laughs> very important question <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm very happy when I'm going. But I mean, I, I mean that you know that was before. I mean, I'm married now. I'm you know monogamous uh, marriage now. But um, be, that's that's just what I believe. When you haven't made the commitment yet, yeah, you can see different people. You know, you can see different people. You can get to get to know different people until you make a choice. Now, hopefully, the person you choose also chooses you. That's true. Hopefully. Paul, <laughs> oh, what's good, bro? You, you might be quiet over there. No, no, no. I mean, I think it's all for me. It's a personal preference, right? So for me, uh, there's an you know the insertion here for me is you know being my religious background, right, and and what I believe, you know, which is being a Christian, right. I believe in seeing one woman, uh, you know, having a conversation, starting it off, and if it hit off, it hit off. If it doesn't, move on to the next person. I'm supposed to. You know, and it all depends on what you can also process, right? Maybe for me, I can only process being one person at a time, you know, communicating one person at a time as opposed to having multiple, uh, you know, then you have so many choices, right? I don't, I don't have that. I don't want to have that. You know, I just want to see this have- one cat and be like, I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> right and have that conversation and well, but like, see that's not a good way to shop though because even yeah. if you go to most of these websites they they give you the option click and compare like you have to compare side by side how would you know exactly yeah, what kind of apple you like if you're not trying the other but, apples but before, that are out there before i select like, that one person though it's several things that i look at right before i even make that move to say okay you're the one I want to start talking to right so like i said there's so many biblical factors i look at so many other things i can discuss here but before i even say that i want to be with you there's so many things i look at before i approach you so i can suit three girls 
study both uh, all three of them, not necessarily date them, and then end up selecting one of, out of the three that I think is more compatible. So you can, there's a way you can actually yeah, observe. Yeah, so, but how, I want to know, how do you study them? What do you classify as study them? Because you, have to, you right? have to know, you have to get to know people in different scenarios and different environments to be able to to know how they react and get like an organic reaction and not just, oh, I'm going out on a date. Let me get my best foot forward. Let me get my, where's my good Becky weave? I'm a good girl. Too. You know, like you can't you can know all that in like, explain yeah. that to me. It all, it all depends, right? So for me, I can befriend all three, right? You just be friends, right? Uh, through this friendship, <laughs> we can just be friends, right? Through friendship, you know, you, you, you learn about people, right? And then from that point on, you choose wherever you feel like uh, will, will much more fit. All right, but Paul, just on, let me not cut you so in that, in that learning, <laughs> <is> no <laughs> degree, in that, let me just ask him something real quick. Paul, so in back. being friends with right. all those three girls, you have intention of picking someone out of them to be your girlfriend, right? Just, I'm gonna... That is shopping. <laughs> that's is the shopping. talking that's stage. True, that's though. it. So it you're you're doing exactly yeah. what we're it's, talking it's, about. It's, it's, win, it's window shopping. It's window shopping. Right. It's window shopping. Right. I, I'm just saying, it is window shopping. And I'm just saying I don't like the concept of window shopping too much. I like to just But you're doing it. Though. Wait, though. You're oh, doing oh, it. You can't say you don't like it, and you do it. Paul, because you are you are okay. observing them you, you know like when we window shop we don't uh, go in the store we are looking through the window we are picking right so when you are friends with these ladies it's not like you are dating them but you are studying them so you are yeah shopping. as their friend uh-huh you are window shopping nah, nah. <laughs> you can't be doing that studying as no a friend. as that long way. as that intention is there no it's not pure friendship let, let me that thing that, that thing you can do and things you cannot do flex wait oh wait 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 on top of that there's another layer to this thing Okay. Especially us women, we don't have time. We have a biological act to worry about. Oh, we have pressure oh, stop, from parents stop, stop to that. worry about. We have too many things to. I can't put my eggs in one basket before then you choose them. me. Before you choose me, okay? <laughs> I can't put all my eggs in one basket like that. You know what I'm saying? Diversify the portfolio. <laughs> but i think i think men actually do that all the time and women know that they do that because if you know that if you know women you know that women always have multiple guy friends and these guys have intention Not true. they don't say a lot of them do if you if they're befriending a girl a lot of them have the intention that they like her they want to see where it's going and they're waiting for the other guy to fall off so they're studying they're studying that, and we know they're the, studying that's only the christian boys and the f boys okay <laughs> you know the, the guys that fall in between you know we do, they just you know they just like to you know we just friends because we because we friends because uh, well, we friends now paul i will shoot so, you so bail. are there are there boundaries though in all these things that we're talking about i don't think so before we get to that, before we get to that, uh, Tim, just finish your, po your point because that was a question I had about the boundaries. Okay. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, I what Paul is saying, uh, I, I, I heard you say you're a Christian, you know, me being a brother who grew up in a church, you know, I see that a lot with my, with my Christian brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying, in terms of um, how their outlook on how to navigate in terms of relationship and stuff like that. And, you know, um, 
sometimes it, it also leads to them getting in trouble, you know, because they, they I mean, to follow Christ, you know, in, in a sense, it, it's, it's a lot of structure and a lot of rules, you know, and as you try to stick to these rules, sometimes you get your hand caught in the cookie jar. You see a lot of pastors, you see a lot of elders, you know, they are falling, and the Bible itself said this, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. weak. <laughs> the Bible itself told you that, you know? So I, I understand, uh, you know, but I, I feel like you have to be true to yourself. If you know you are a, a, a man of God, then truly flee from temptation. Because if you think you can be studying, 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 oh, you, the next thing you know, you will just... Eh? So please... <laughs> Please, you Christians, brothers and sisters, please, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm urging you, please, be careful. That's all. Yeah, Mike, in the boundaries, I, I don't know what you're going to say, Mike, but where, where is the boundary um, in, you know, poly, poly relationships, open relationships? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you mentioned earlier about trust and conversation, but where is the boundary in this? It got... Mm-hmm. Uh, the bound well, the boundaries depends on um, each individual polyamorous relationship. Some people have like a cap to where it's like it's going to be a three person cap. You know, there's not going to be any more than three people in this polyamorous relationship. Some people have five. It depends on you know your specific relationship, but um, and it depends on um, what exact boundary we're talking about. Like with me, with my um, polyamorous relationships, the women I'm with are allowed to have sex, do whatever sexual or romantic thing they want with whoever they want. But as long as what they're doing does not put me, you know, my health in danger. Meaning, if I am having sex, if we are have fucking raw, Ooh. you can't be fucking nobody else raw. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's too Ooh. much. Tell too, them. Many things, too many things being shared there. You know, like, I, I, I don't know that other person. I don't trust that other person. I trust you, you but I don't know what that other person is doing. But, you know, you can have protective sex with whoever, you know, you want. So that's like a personal boundary for me and relationships that I've been in. Mm. But, you know, sometimes things get heated and you may even start off (laughs) protecting. No, no, no. Sometimes you start off protecting and then in the middle of the session, you know, you just can't can't relate. Can't relate, bro. Oh, oh, God, God bless you, Michael. God bless you, Michael. I've been there, I've been there, don't that? I'm a strong guy. I'm telling you, fight exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm too paranoid. It's because I'm doubly paranoid. I don't want kids at all, like ever. And I don't want and, and STDs. Nobody wants STDs. So I have two reasons to be careful. So, you know. So, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Man, like. <laughs> That's a lot of rules. A lot to unpack. <laughs> Why? Is, see, children watching this. <laughs> let me not tell you what to do. Because, right, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like all over the place right now. You're Re- blushing. Reflexes come. You, you don't know where to. You don't know where to start. <laughs> hey, yo, Teresa. help me out. Now say something, Teresa. I mean, out. For me, I feel like um, I'm not polyamorous, but I feel like the boundaries are more flexible and fluid. 
when it goes past one person. Like there's no, there's no telling. You can trust your partner and say, oh, you know, they're going to be careful. They're going to protect themselves from the person. But you don't know where that other person is coming from. And you don't yeah. know what they're about. And then you go and you go off and you go do your own thing. And now we have four moving parts. It's hard mm-hmm. enough to handle two people in a relationship. Like just be upfront. It's it's hard enough. There's enough work in that. And then now I got to worry about you and who you're smiling with and who you're <laughs> having dinner. Yeah, that's, that's too much work. But that's I do a- feel... I do feel like at the end of the day, we all we all have that nature to be polyamorous in us. Mm-hmm. Of course. But we're yeah. all not built for that. Except, we're not except built Paul. for that. Like, yeah, he, <laughs> he, he is brave. Like you, you really have to be brave and strong to go and that's yeah. risky business. Like I it couldn't be me. But if I had the courage to do that, hell yeah, I will. Because you know what? Sometimes you be here and you know one man one man girl or one woman man and you're in a polyamorous relationship and you don't even know it of course consent i feel like i feel like consent is not the issue i feel like the issue is the other person actually going out and acting on their feelings for somebody else they could consent with you or not you know there's no telling you you, there's no way you can know that but shoot i mean if i I had the courage and the bravery Man, I'd I'd be with four other people too. The more the merrier. Just saying. (laughs) Tonight I will pray for your bravery. Amen. I I receive it. I will pray for your bravery. No, I think human I think human beings were just different though. I feel like you can have some human beings who are that poly style, it just doesn't interest them. It could be religious reason. It could be cultural reasons mm-hmm. for whatever reasons. Whereas, like you said, I feel like a lot of most humans do have that nature because it's like, okay, you can have more than one car, more than one house, more than one this, more than one that, more than one degree. But it's like, when it comes to a spouse, it's like, I can only, you, I can only have one. However, these feelings that I don't control, it's kind of, I'm noticing Nash, I'm noticing body. I'm noticing beautiful face. I'm noticing that you are you are respectful or whatever it is that you, mm-hmm. you know, that you gravitate. You're noticing it in other people, but it's like you can't act on it. So it's kind of like those feelings, like damn, why can't I act on it? But you know, I feel like I want to. So it's that's like a good point. you know what I'm saying. So I think that's that inner conflict that a lot of people deal with but then i wouldn't say everyone deal with it because some people's maybe lifestyle has conditioned them or they they just don't have those urges or those interests because of maybe their discipline or whatever it is whereas most people though i think most people have that and like i said as a counselor i talk to them all the time literally all the time whereas like like i was about to share earlier i have a client that's married and his wife has two kids, but he no, they they haven't had sex in a year. God forbid. And he yes. has, and he has a urges year. a year, and he has urges like he's like, man, I service myself all the time. I see beautiful women every day. I want to, you know, act hey. on it. 
But he's oh, staying he's staying in his marriage because of the be kid. Because of the kids. Because he, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's a lot of people. So uh, you know I'm I think the I, I think the most interesting um thing about poly, poly what is it, polyamorous? Uh-huh. Polygamous? All right, relationships, something like that. Is um the fact that there's so much com- like the communication aspect of it, because in the whole thing that from what he's saying and what I've seen online, it's like people are just communicating with each other and saying we're in a relationship together, but you know, I'm free to explore other people or situations if need be. Cause I don't feel like, I feel like us, a, a lot of us are thinking like, it's just like, oh, I'm fucking this person, fucking that person, fucking this person. And I don't think it's like you're fucking 10 people at the same time. I feel like you guys are moving in a relationship together and correct me if I'm wrong. And then if you see someone who you're interested in and that person piques your interest, you can tell your partner like, hey, I know, you know, I've met this person. I would like to explore that feeling that I have for this person. And I just want you to be aware. I don't know. Is it is that how it, how it goes or... That um that so in the poly amorous relationships that I've been in um it we don't really discuss the other relationships we have with other people unless it just naturally comes up a conversation like I'm just not gonna call my girl and be like I'm not I'm not just gonna call my girl and just be like hey yo so I met um this girl last night we had sex we hit it off or whatnot like it's I don't know that's just not how it's been in my uh, personal relationships, it's just an understanding that we may or may not be seeing other people. But once it gets serious, mm-hmm. then that's when um, um, I'll divulge that information. But sometimes we might be in the car. Like I've literally been in the car um, with um, Shorty and she's brought up something that happened between her and a guy, or I brought up something that's happened w- between me and another woman, just like, just casual But you don't know until she says something. Yeah, we don't know she, she said something. Unless it's serious, like I don't really mm-hmm. care to know unless it's mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. It, doesn't, so, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't affect me whatsoever. Like I really do not care if you're seeing another guy. That doesn't make me make me feel mm-hmm. like you like me any less. And if you do like me any less, that really doesn't bother me much either. I'd be like, oh, okay, we'll talk and be like, okay, why do you like me less? Because so there's something that I'm doing. Maybe I'm not living up to, you know, you know what I could be doing as a boyfriend. I'm not, you know, appreciating you enough or whatnot. If that's the case, you know, we can have a conversation. But if it's just like, you know, people people growing apart, then that just happens, you know, it's just like. Hey! So maybe also, um, I just wanted to add another thing. Maybe I'm just assuming, but I would imagine that um, polyamory, would be easier with um for example mike you said you don't want children and you never want children and you you know that now there are many people many many people who love children and would love to bear children into this world so i'm just thinking i think there's also an awareness of all the responsibilities that come from that come with it for example even in my um monogamous situation when I think my husband something he has said something to me one time and I thought it was so funny um I think I was giving him a hard time about something I don't know and he said to me wow how do people who have multiple women out there how do they do it because I can barely handle you alone (laughs) he said something like that and also I've I've like I know people 
you know, like, I mean, I'm, I'm from Cameroon and I have some friends who actually grew up in not just polyamory, but actual polygamy where there are multiple wives and multiple children involved. And, and all of the, I mean, I don't know many of them, but all of them that have shared with me their experience growing up in polygamous households, it seems like it was um, mostly negative. Maybe they felt some neglect mm. because there's just so many people. There's so many people to account for. So maybe they felt neglected. Maybe they felt even some rivalry um, with other siblings. So I think that some people also don't want to deal with this lifestyle, not because they're necessarily against it or whatever, but it's just when they consider mm. the other things that they want, such as children, such as, I don't know, whatever. Um, it You know, the polyamorous lifestyle just may not be possible, may not be realistically feasible. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, there's reasons like societal reasons to be in a monogamous relationship you know when you're when you marry somebody and you guys are together that can help you know financially if you're legally married that comes with certain benefits so, so there are things that you give up when you're um polyamorous but the things that you give up when you're um polyamorous doesn't really make a difference and you're like I, got, I don't really care to get financial um help from anybody legally like i'm good on my own so that's that was that was the easy thing to give up the children thing easy to give up because I don't I don't want children I don't want to get married so like it really all um, um, depends on you and there are people in polyamorous relationships that are married or you know have children and whatnot and all that but I think when you said like think about most of the things you've heard about polyamorous relationship it was like a negative experience I feel like that has more to do with the people themselves than polyamory you know as as in a whole because if you're not able to function well if you're not able to function in a relationship um you know by your you know in, in a monogamous relationship or you're not whole as a person there are going to be problems when you come oh, together yeah. with somebody else period yeah. so it doesn't matter whether it's one person or two people or three people me like a lot of people say oh michael how do you quote unquote juggle more than one woman at a time I'm like it's not i'm no i might okay this might be controversial you know how everybody says like relationships are work and sometimes things are going to be stressful and you're going to struggle through love i do not believe that should be the case at all i feel like if two people are actually compatible you fit together like a puzzle piece rather than trying to jam a piece in there that doesn't fit yes you're going to have struggles you might have struggles within like i don't know like relationship struggles like oh we're looking for a, a house or groceries or whatnot but not struggles kind of like involving your compatibility and your and your love so it's never hard for me when it comes to multiple women because the women that i, I talk to i'm like super compatible like i like when i go on a date i ask all the hard questions on the first day i don't play any games we're getting to know each other. I make sure we're compatible because I'm not wasting my time, you know? So what are the things that you don't like about that life about that lifestyle, if anything? About polyamory? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think there's anything I dislike about polyamory. I feel like, I mean, there are, because somebody, the... Somebody didn't bring bring this up to me, but a critique that I thought of for polyamory is like, when you're monogamous with somebody, right, you have time and it's only one person because you are sacrificing the um, right to be with other people. I feel like there is a tendency for there to be a stronger relationship because when something is hard and you're sacrificing 
you know, there's a tendency for that thing to be, you know, to seem more rewarding to you. Like, it's like the difference between somebody handing you a million dollars and you going out and earning it through blood, sweat, and tears. So that's a possible critique critique right there. But I don't mean, I don't think it's necessarily valid for all um, relationships. Like, I can have a, a, um, a very fulfilling relationship with somebody polyamory just like I can in a monogamous relationship. So there's really nothing in polyamory of itself that I, I dislike personally. Okay. Is there anything that any of you monogamous people dislike about being monogamous? Gee! Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Tell us. I, I, I mean, Therese already told us that <laughs> once she get the curry, <laughs> it's a right? wrap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you. I feel like there's there's more of a tendency for people to be dishonest mm. and untrue in monogamous relationship than they are if it's a known polyandrous situation because you know that well you know it's I feel like you know on the one hand you know you know it's allowed so you know like there's no point in being sneaky yeah. about this. But now you're trying to be mon monogamous and, you know, they're like, oh, I'm not built for this. I'm not trying to commit. You know, I'm not trying to be tied down or whatever. And then they, they lie on you and they're dishonest. So I feel like that's the one thing about monogamy that I'd say it's, a, it's for me. It's a whole different. I'm going to. It's a whole interesting conversation going on on YouTube right now. The people been lit on YouTube right now. What they saying? What, and let what me answer. Um, Dr. Pam Diesel, I think you just got a client. Somebody wants to get counseling from you. Hey. We need that cash shot. That's what's up. Mike got some fans. Mike got some haters, but I, I sure, I'm sure that comes with the you know the lifestyle. That the <laughs> the hey, that's big, why they hating though. The one big question. The one big question that we're gonna end with is the one big question is. Uh, let me find that question. Oh, it's not really a question. The big consensus is you can't really love two people at the same time. I know we touched on this earlier. I think you can. You can. I, can, I, can, can, I, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I share a story? I've actually been in that situation. And it was crazy for me because I was like, ah, damn. I was questioning myself because, like I said, I grew up in the church. You feel me, Brother Paul? But I was like, I'm, I'm just messing with you, Paul. Don't, don't, no vex, no vex. Nah, nah, I, yeah, but you know, um, I mean, I, I've always been a flexible brother, though. However, you know, at this point in my life, I was trying to, you know, change change from my from my ways you feel me and you know i started um dealing with this young lady and like two weeks later i met another young lady and it's crazy because when i met her we connected so much at that same night i imagine meeting somebody and be like nah i can't even vibe with you on that level because i'm like yo um i just don't want it to be a situation where i, I would ever hurt you this was our first night that we met. And then, and the re, and I'm like, yo, I, I'm just starting to get to know somebody and it's only two weeks. So it's like, it's fresh, but it wasn't at the point where I feel like, you know, I should like not explore. However, I knew I really had interest in the first girl. 
But then this other girl comes in, like we connected so hard, like we were so compatible. And I told her that off our first meeting and she felt disrespected because she's like, I'm just meeting you and you telling me all this, you know, months later, however, things hit the fan because, you know, I, I had progressed with both women and then they two weeks apart, you know what I'm saying? So I, I did this thing for like a, a year and a half. Oh, about two years, you know what I'm saying? We confessions. You know, did you win any of them? You, or you lost uh, both of them? Oh no, no, no. I, I, I mean, you know, I, I parted ways. Uh, you know, ended up parting ways. But I, I just, I, you know, I shared that to say, like, yo, it can happen. You know what I'm saying? And you know, we was, you know, we got, we got deep with both, both of them, both of them beautiful black queens. You feel me? All right. So I don't so get why people say it can't happen when people when it happens all the time. Like people, there right. are movies made about this. People say this all the time. They've been in love, but like when you say it can't happen, happen, just say you can't do it. Or that's it's not that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> just say you do. Yeah. Like I, I guess call me old school, right? But for me, for me, it's more like life decisions can always be based on feelings because you feel, right? Mm-hmm. It can't be always, I fail, and then you, you act on it, right? Mm. At some point, you got to make a decision and say, this is what I've decided to do, like my brother, Michael, and mm. stick with it. You know what I'm saying? All these feelings you guys are talking about, yeah, we do have them. But at some point, you got to make a conscious effort and say, okay, this is who I am. This is my decision of what I want to do. And it's not all about the feelings that I'm getting I know the exterior feelings that I should react to, I always react to, right? But that's how, that's how I look at it, right? Uh, Paul, Paul, I feel like Paul, you're, you're mixing two things. You're mixing two things here, Paul. Yeah. I'm mixing, yeah. No, yeah, I'm gonna jump on him. You're mixing two separate things, though. You're, mi- you're mixing the fact that you can be with someone and still feel something for someone else yeah and the fact that you're with someone and you and choose decide. not to act on those feelings that those are mutually exclusive yeah, yeah, absolutely things. absolutely but, so but i'm saying you what well, it's 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 regardless whether you're a christian i'm a christian too it's not you know? about christian. I didn't it's, say it's regardless of people's um no i'm not talking about yeah. you it's regardless of your christian beliefs of your religion it's about how you feel. And I feel like it is very possible to like two people. I have I have liked two people at the same time, at some point in my mm-hmm. life. But you know, that sacrifice doesn't come in unless, why do we say, oh, you have to have self-control and discipline. Self-control, mm-hmm. the, all those things do not come in unless mm-hmm. there are options. Mm-hmm. True. Unless there are options of, and we're humans, there's always options. Mm-hmm. Just because I fell in love with you and I chose to be with you, don't mean I'm blind. You know, like Ooh. I'd see, you know, I'd see people and I'll see, and guess what? I'd see someone else out there who would act better than the partner I'm with all the time. There's someone always prettier. There's someone always better than the person you're with. But you chose, you know, that's that's who you've chosen to be with, and you make that conscious decision to say, okay, you know what? I might like this person, or I might do this, but I chose to be with this person. It does, not, it does not cancel that feeling. I, I think you're saying the same thing. 
That's exactly what I'm saying. Right. Right, but I think the difference is, I think Therese is acknowledging that you can be committed to somebody. That doesn't mean that those feelings are not there, but you just decide yeah. to not act on it. Because yeah, you're let's still going to have those feelings. Yeah, but the feeling is there. But the feeling yeah, is there. The so just like, there. just like you, I mean, if you do, you know, you're a Christian, you believe the Bible, and Therese did a good job mentioning self-control. Those words exist because those temptations are there. And actually, I was going to answer that when you asked um, what's the hardest thing about being monogamous. And I think this is just that. Because uh, being in a monogamous relationship, it's like, it's a choice. It's not because this is going to be the most handsome person or the prettiest girl. No. But it's almost like you chose to be that person. And you know when those temptations come in. Yep. That one, that time when you have small, small arguments with your man, that's when the devil, yep. that's when that boy, that your, your ex, you have this boy, it's years. It's that calling you. Imagine you just bumping and leaving the store. I'm telling you. So it's like you always have to be on your gut because those temptations yeah. are there. But it's like you, that's the hard part because you made a choice to just be with this person despite those temptations. I would also like to say, since um, I know Paul said, you know, before, like he grew up in the church and whatnot and all that, and he's following the monogamous route. I grew up in the church too. Both of my parents are pastors. My auntie and uncle oh. are pastors. Flip the script. <laughs> I, was, it. I used to be in church five days. Mike. You needed to share this in the beginning. Those those PKs are the baddest, man. (laughs) That just took your bravery to a whole other level. That's it. (laughs) Like Flex knows this. I was actually vice president of a um, um, youth ministry at our at our university or whatnot. Like I, I was super into into all of it but like you know you know i just made the decision for what works for me rather than what people were telling me to do King Solomon. so so this is yeah you know um you know we, we run short on time but uh, i agree i agree with all y'all men and mike and paul and Giselle and sarah and fam the bravery you know what i'm saying whatever whatever i think in our culture right now you know, autonomy is something that a lot of people a lot majority of us in this generation generation z and our generation uh, we want to be autonomous, but you know um, that doesn't change the fact that you know what I'm saying we still we still you know creative bees, and uh, mm-hmm. by that by by that comes also you know, uh, um, uh, a set of morals that you know what I'm saying like we we still gotta you know live by as far as like there's gonna be temptations and things like that when you know this notion of relationship was was created and the first man and woman married together it was like a thing that was supposed to be you know what I'm saying for, for just them. When Adam, you know what I'm saying, so he was like, hi, flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. That she was bad, you know what I'm saying? And when we see sisters, we say, you know what I'm saying, they're bad. It's just a, a choice of, you know, I'm an artist. I travel. I do shows. I've done shows internationally, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm committed, you know what I mean, to 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 my lady, it's like, I'm leaving the, the stage back to my hotel room and back to my house, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody got nowhere. And that's that active discipline route of, like, you know what I'm saying, you staying, not gonna, but I ain't knocking nobody who is polygamous or open relationship it's intriguing it's you know saying that's why we have these conversations um you know what i mean exactly if you need therapy you know what i'm saying and that's something that you struggle with you know what i'm saying like seek it if you're in a monogamous relationship please continue pursuing it if you're in a polygamous relationship i would say you know 
come back to their right senses that yeah <laughs> but you know, you're trying I'm to love you regardless. like me I'm gonna love you regardless. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's just you know what I'm saying my, my my point of that. So I'm gonna open it, you know what I'm saying, for last remarks and mm. tag your last remark with you know what I'm saying like something that you want to promote. I know Mike, for example, he has an awesome blog that I read. He got an article on there that I think every dude should read. When y'all go on his website, you will see exactly what I'm talking about. So last remarks and then tag something that you just want to promote, whatever you're doing, and then we're gonna close. Uh, I guess I'll uh, go first. I guess uh, lastly, Marks. One thing I wanted to say is like I feel like before I like plug anything, I feel like people also think that polyamorous relationships aren't as deep as fulfilling, and you you know there's a lack of care in relationships because you're just like you know open to a whole bunch of people, and that's not true. Like I've had deep moments like when the women that I've been with, we take care of each other or whatnot. Like you know if you need something, I got you. I help my the women that I'm with, you know pay rent or whatever not as like a flex thing but just like you know i i care about you i see you struggling i'm gonna help you so all it all of that like it's just about sex thing needs to like be like completely dispelled um and i guess we got to plug something about ourselves uh i kind of i guess i said what i never really said what i did at the beginning of this um i'm a photographer and a writer those are probably my two most you know, the mediums that I'm active in the most, if you go on my um, IG at open mic, you'll see in my um, bio, bio, I think I have a link to um, my last article up. And I think the article was about, it was about sex and how like a whole bunch of women have not came from sex with another man and how we can stop that. It's, just, it's a long 15 minute read. What's the handle, please? <laughs> that is. If, you go, if you go on my I, on my IG at, at open mic O H P E N M I K E and you click the article, you, you know it's just a long article about how to please your, please your woman and actually listen to her and what she wants in bed rather than just to be like you trying to beat the pussy up all the fucking time because that's not what woman wants you to fucking do. So ah, thank you, sir. Right, could use those tips. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Chai. Uh, oh, ask remarks and then tag something. No, actually, I actually did learn a lot about this, this conversation. I thought it was really, really interesting. Um, uh, learning from Brother Michael's perspective. Um, and I say, it again, it, it's a personal preference. Depending on where you think you fit most, I say go ahead. Um, I compare this to the the... Uh, the idea of gay marriage, right? It came and everybody was just punching it like it's a bad thing, right? And I was universally accepted. So I, I appreciate you, Brian Michael. Uh, you know, if, if that works best for you, that's great. Um, and, and I think, you know, you, 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 you actually opened my eyes to something that I perhaps never. Don't, really don't be straight now. Uh, well, let us straight. Like, okay. But <laughs> <laughs> Paul has crashed onto hey, the I back side. You haven't changed. I'm still. <laughs> Come to the right side, Paul. I got you. I, I would dash. I would dash. Paul, you I'll have your back. I will make sure you stick to the. <laughs> no more window right. shopping. Right. Yeah. <laughs> as, as far as what I do, man. Um, so I'm into more into mobile apps. Um, so if you have an idea out there that you want to kind of like partner up to to build, uh, to get it out there in the app store, you know, I'm, I'm willing to work with you because I have that experience of like working with different different apps in the app store so if you have any idea that kind of stuff uh, you want to get it developed if you want it if you want me to help you i'll definitely be able to 
Are you the visionary, the businessman, the marketer, or the coder? Do you do coding or what? I do what coding as well. I do coding and also the project management aspect of it as well. So mm -hmm. uh, whatever you need, I'm very, you know, multi-oriented in different type of stuff. Yeah, Paul, Paul, drop your handle in the chat. More gotcha. like in, on Instagram. Yeah, so drop, drop, drop. Yeah, on the group. It's on the flyer, guys. Yeah, oh, it is? Yeah, That's on, true. Yeah, my name is on there. Oh, uh, everybody, everybody, everybody watching on YouTube right now, shout out to Uncle AK, shout out to AK, our producer. He's been putting the handle, so uh, appreciate that, AK. Thank you so much. Uh, Sarah, how you feeling? Talk to us, girl. Uh, I feel good. I feel like I learned um, a lot. I feel like I learned a lot. I feel like it was an interesting conversation. And definitely thank you to Mike for dropping the bomb at the end. <laughs> uh, I think it also changes like a lot of people's perspective and opens up their mind to um, you know, other forms of relationship because we're all different. We all bring different, um, we all cope with the world differently. We bring different aspects to, you know, this life. That's what makes it interesting. So I'm so happy that I was a part of the conversation. Um, and I want to thank you guys stuck in, stuck in the middle. Um, and my, well, I would say follow my podcast. Um, she is affirmed. Um, and also she is Africa. They're both on YouTube, Spotify. I mean, not YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, follow me, subscribe, rate it. That's it. Giselle, when is that new Love episode coming through? Uh, say that one more time. When is the new episode of she, uh, she is Africa? Oh yeah, due to uh, pandemic reasons, um, things had to be put on hold for a little bit, but um, as soon as we have new developments, you know, we'll, we'll let everybody know. But yeah, I am really glad that I was, um, that I had this conversation. There's some polygamous relationship in, in your show. Huh? I think there's some polygamous relationship in your, in your show. Yeah, something like that, you know, something like that. And, uh, <laughs> But for real though, um, I think the, 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 I mean, the world that we live in now, it's very important for each person, each individual to try to understand how the other person thinks, what they may be going through or how they even see the world. If everybody did that, if everybody took um, part in conversations like this and learned even just one thing, I think that a lot of the problems that we have today would be maybe not completely resolved, but we'll be at least on our way. So um, I definitely learned um, some new things. Thanks to Mike and thanks to everybody. So my, I, um, I have a brand new YouTube channel. It's barely like a week old. And on my YouTube channel, I discuss um, locks. And I like to think of it as a medium to challenge stereotypes because I mean, we've seen some of the articles about discrimination based on uh, black people's hair especially black women's lifestyle and I like to think of my channel as a medium to challenge those stereotypes and to promote a good image of black women African women the way God created us and we don't have to um, you know uh, fit to a certain standard to be accepted we're beautiful we're intelligent we're magnificent the way that God created us and so that's the new journey I'm on. When, uh, you and Sarah need to hook, hook up there. I see, I see a little hooking up. Yeah, that's, oh. a new, that's a new journey I'm on. So my YouTube channel is Gigi's Lock Garden. Um, but, and my Instagram is Gigi Eskies. It's on the flyer. I know the spelling is a bit difficult, but um, 
I'll be looking forward to more conversations like this in the future. You know my number, Flex. If you're kissing dude in your show and then you're in a polygamous relationship, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's we, like a whole different, we, that's a whole different conversation. We, we can talk about that. We can talk about that. Uh, MDZ, what's good, bro? Let's shout out Africa. Hey, man. Another another great dialogue, man. Thank you for to everybody, you know, on this on this panelist. Hey, brother Paul, man. I was just I was joking with you, bro. You know, I don't want you thinking, you. you know, I'm I'ma definitely hit you up on that on the app tip, man. You know, brother Mike, man, you 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 you, you did your thing. You 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 rep you rep your set for all the Will Will, Will Smith and Jedi Pinkies out here. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you, bro, and then all the all the beautiful black queens. You know what I'm saying? Again, Therese, I will pray for your prayer. You know, you will get that courage and you will go to the mic side. Eh? What? <laughs> Mike, in fact, I think you, you both need to connect. You need to. Because you know, it seems like she's almost at the edge of the cliff. Um, but all in all, I just feel like, man, we're all different. We're all different individuals in all aspects of life. So what we desire will be will not will wouldn't be any different. So it's like just know yourself and you know what I'm saying? Stay true to yourself, stay true to who you are, stay true to your beliefs. Um yeah, no one, no one can judge you, but your maker. So you know what I'm saying. Live your truth, and that's that's what I gotta say to that. I don't judge nobody. I'm I'm focused on myself, my life. I'm on my journey. It is what it is. It is. What it is. Um, so I just encourage everybody. You know what I'm saying. Spread spread love. You know, especially especially amongst us melanated folks. You know what I'm saying. Let's look out for one another, man. Let's. Let's stay connected. Let's uplift one another. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, whatever our expertise is, let's try to, you know, give back, mentor somebody. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's, it's, I'm glad that, you, like I said, Reflex, yeah, I got this platform and yeah, using it for some positive. You know what I'm saying? This world is crazy. As you, I don't need to tell you that. So let's just, you know, be the light that, that this world needs. So so we can continue to, you know, grow and flourish. That's yeah. my, that's uh, my message, man. Also, one fourth of uh, the Africanist podcast is for African brothers. They, they, they funny. Uh, so, you know. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Check us out, man. Check us out. We just dropped a, a fire episode like yesterday. Uh, we had uh, two black women uh, lawyers on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was a beautiful episode. Uh, please check it out. The rest, what you want, girl? Uh, well, I mean, Mike, I'm going to be following you on social media. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I need tips on how to be brave and courageous, you know, but um, I mean, it's, I'm glad because I, I didn't just learn from, you know, Mike who has an opposite view from mine, like even the people that I'm on the same side as, you know, so I'm, I'm glad to be here. Uh, we should do this more often, you know? Uh, this is, this is, I appreciate all y'all, man. Uh, I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna stick to the one woman, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, we're gonna keep it like that. Hey, appreciate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate y'all, man. This is, this has been love. Um, again, like, like everybody said, we should do this again. Um, 
And uh, shout out to the August Alcimas out there, the Jadis, the Wills. Shout out to Giselle. Shout out to the Dr. Femme Dizzles. Everybody watching on YouTube, we appreciate y'all. The conversation mm. has been popping. I would encourage everybody, you know what I'm saying, um, in a relationship, especially the married women. I don't know what your situation is. Hey, I ain't want to speak on it, but go read Mike's blog. I'm advocating for that. That's the one thing I would promote. Go read that book. Um, I don't share Mike's views. But I started already. I like the I like I the title. Promote, I would share, I would promote that blog. Anyway, uh, appreciate y'all, AK. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been dope. We are signing out. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Bye, Bye everyone. Mm -hmm.